You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me, as always, is my brother, Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Dude, we're talking about football. How do you think I'm doing? Oh, you must be doing as well as I am, yes. which is fantastic. That is so crazy. So, such a good divisional round, dude. Oh, my gosh. So many good games. Holy crap. Let's get into this. Let's do this. Four games to talk about. All of them. On. Believable. Yeah, just crazy, dude. Holy crap. So, just when it doesn't seem like the NFL could top Super Wild Card Weekend, the divisional round came and said, hold my beer, and did not disappoint. It started with a hard-fought matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Tennessee Titans. Despite the return of Derrick Henry, the Bengals' defense held their own against the Titans with three interceptions of Ryan Tannehill, limiting Derrick Henry to just over 60 yards on 20 carries. The Titans' best running attack actually came came from Deontay Foreman, who had 66 yards on just four carries. Even though he was sacked nine times, Joe Burrow was Joe Cool as he led the upset for the Bengals, who will now be in their first AFC Championship since 1988. As they won 19 to 16 on a walk-off by Evan McPherson. And Evan McPherson, Florida Gator. Florida Gator. Florida Gator. Chomp, chomp. By the way, little tidbit from Joe Burrow on Evan McPherson, who was 
warming up prior to that game-winning kick. Looked over to backup quarterback Brandon Allen after he made his last practice kick and said, Oh, looks like we're going to go to the AFC Championship as he walked onto the field. <laughs> yes. Love the confidence, dude. That's right. Not even arrogance. Just confidence. Just oozing confidence. It's awesome. And he nailed that field. I couldn't even believe this. Oh, how I thought Henry was going to come out running angry. They stopped him so many times. Yeah. He got a couple good runs. But, boy, howdy, they were ready for him, dude. I was shocked. And then yeah. the pick off Tannehill. Well, Tannehill's an average quarterback. But still, to yeah. pick him off three times, though? Right, three times. That was crazy. And just like, man. Oof. I mean, holy crap. I'm just sitting there watching this going, are we about to witness an upset of this magnitude to start the week? I couldn't believe it. Especially when I'm like, every time I turned around, Burrow's on his back. Oh, my God. Burrow's on his back again. Oh, my God. Someone... Save Burrow nine times, but still, Burrow just kept it going and led his team to an ASC title game. And what he said after the game, too, get used to it, right? Tired of the underdog talk. He His team is legit, he says. Right now, I can't argue that. No, you can't. I can't argue that. Do I really give him that fair of a shake with their opponent that we'll talk about here soon? Ugh. Yeah, but at the same time, I didn't give him that fair shake against Tennessee, and I've kind of eaten crow for that one. So I don't know now. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about it later on. All right. So later on Saturday, the San Francisco 49ers would march into Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers marched right down the field on their first possession of the game and scored a touchdown. Unfortunately for the Packers. That was the best their offense would look the rest of the game, and they managed to only score a field goal the rest of the way and even had one of those blocked. The Packers' defense kept the uh, 49ers at bay most of the way, uh, but it would be the 49ers' special teams that would help pull the, help the team pull off the upset. The 49ers blocked a punt and scored a game-tying touchdown off said blocked punt. Then the defense shut down the Packers yet again, and Jimmy Garoppolo led the 49ers into field goal range for Robbie Gold to walk it off against his former rivals, that he saw twice a year as a bear. Cooper. What the hell was that? 13 to 10. Just crazy, dude. Um, for me, it was kind of a boring game because it was oh, back and yeah. forth. And it was a defensive the nightmare. The snow was just... The snow starting and it making it worse. Like, it was well, like, I'm like, are we just watching the slowest train wreck And then ever? Aaron Rodgers just looked like, and he even looked like he just, at the end of the game, did not give a shit. Even Colin Coward said he stopped trusting receivers, not Devontae, named Devontae uh, Adams and Aaron Jones, which, by the way, Aaron Jones is his running back, not a wide receiver, after Mercedes Lewis's fumble. And he just stopped throwing to anybody that wasn't Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones. Yeah. And he didn't care. I'm just like, yeah. And I saw that and I went, you're no longer a Packer. Nope. And I hope to God he's not a Steeler because, oh my God. <laughs> but uh, I just sat there and I was sitting there looking at that like, there's no way you come back to the Packers. I, the Packers are going to, of course, say all the right things and they have been. 
we would be crazy not to want him back. Well, of course we want him back. He's our quarterback. We would love him to have him back. Blah, 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 blah. He gone, bro. He's either retiring or he's going to tell you to trade him because he ain't staying. Based off that action, he don't want to be there no more. And he's done. Yeah. But, my God, the 49ers are like the team that just won't go away. Right? It's frustrating, man. And, and poor Jimmy G, no matter what happens after this year, he, he's gone. What if so, he leads you to and wins you the Super Bowl? Can man. you get rid of your Super Bowl winning quarterback? Yeah, I know, right? Even though I know you drafted his replacement, but can you? Get rid of the replacement, keep it. No. <sighs> you gave up way too much to get rid of Trey Lance after one game, right. after one year. Right. So, that ain't happened. All right, so Sunday came. And the Rams traveled down to Tampa as they battled the Buccaneers. The Rams jumped out to a huge lead and looked poised to rout Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. However, the with a chance for the Rams to possibly go up 27-3 at half, or at least no worse than 23-3, uh, Camp Anchors would fumble and the Buccaneers would recover. And despite scoring another touchdown in the second half to actually put that score up to 27-3, the wheels began to fall off of the Rams. Cooper Cup on uncharacteristically fumbled. There was also a bad snap that led to another turnover. Then Cam Anchors would fumble again. Next thing we know, the Buccaneers had tied the game up at 27. Atlanta's going, well, we know how you feel. Yeah. (laughs) Matthew Stafford kept his composure, though, and led the team to a game-winning field goal, and Matt Gay got some redemption against the team that had cut him prior to the 2020 season as the Rams won 30-27. I think I had like five heart attacks this game. Dude, you were yelling and screaming at this thing. I thought we was going to have to call an ambulance after it was all said and done. I wanted to throw up even after we won. I was so like nauseated from the nightmare that I was witnessing in the <laughs> second half. of the, Well, basically from midway through the third quarter to the end of the game. Because I'm just sitting there going, my team's going to fucking implode. Like, we strapped, we strip sack Brady. We get the ball. I'm like, oh, oh, there it is. That's that's what we needed right there. That's going to give us what we need to get going. Next thing, gave it right fucking back on that bad snap because Allen, I don't know if he didn't know the snap count or if he just couldn't hear what Stafford was saying and thought Stafford said hi, but the oh shit look on Stafford's face as a brown, as a brown blur went whizzing by his head, which was the football, Scared the shit out of him. <laughs> and he went running after his best he could. He couldn't recover. And I'm just like, that's going to be one of the biggest meltdowns since the Falcons in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. And then he tied the game with 42 seconds left. And I'm just sitting going, I don't know how, but if we can somehow win this game... I don't even know if I can be happy if we did because this has been so terrible. And then first thing, right off the gate, what happens? Stafford tries to scramble up the middle, gets sacked, and almost fumbles away the ball. Which, by the way, and we had to call our last time out, which, by the way, everybody's freaking out that he fumbled. He actually technically didn't fumble. They left it as he did fumble, but he recovered it. 
when technically, upon further replay, his knee was down before he fumbled. So we would have been saved if the Buccaneers had somehow recovered that. But thank God Stafford caught it. So I didn't even care that he didn't act, didn't actually fumble and recover because we had the ball still anyway. So it didn't matter. So I was like, okay. And I sat there and was like, go into overtime and hope to God we can just survive. No. Next play. Cut for 20 yards. I'm like, okay. Good. We needed that. Maybe we have a shot. And he got out of bounds. Stops the clock. The next play, they call a zero blitz, which is basically they bring everybody except and leave man coverage across the board. Who the hell decides to run a slot receipt, a slot corner off of Cup is beyond me as he blitz past the safety and Stafford just flings it downfield as far as he could. And Cup catches it, and next thing we know, we're running down, trying to spike the ball, spike it, get Gay out there, kick the game winner, and we go home. And we're just like, holy shit. <laughs> Unbelievable. It was crazy. But it gets better. It gets better. Oh, you would think that would be the game of the weekend. It seems like it should be the game of the weekend. Right. Oh, you'd be wrong. Right? We had one more. Not to be outdone. In the final game of the weekend, as we were traded to an absolute shootout as fans between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Both teams, led by outstanding quarterbacks Josh Allen for the Bills and Patrick Mullins for the Chiefs, were on fire offensively. In the last two minutes of the game alone, the teams combined for 25 points. The Bills had seemed to put the game away when they scored a TV, uh, sorry, TV, TD touchdown and converted a two-point conversion with just 13 seconds remaining in the game. And we're up three. However, that was um, somehow plenty of time for the Chiefs to march into field goal range to set up the game-tying field goal to force overtime. Then in the overtime, the Chiefs won the toss, went right down the field, and Mahomes threw a beauty of a touchdown pass to tight end Travis Kelsey walk off in Arrowhead. Oh, yeah, it was it was crazy to watch, dude. Thirteen seconds left, and he does that shit. And I'm thinking, this is some Madden shit right here. This is just, it's crazy. I mean, that kid has got ice in his veins. Something, man. What made this game? Great, and I'm sorry if you're a Chiefs fan, and very sorry if you're a Bills fan, because I'm sure the Chiefs, even though, yes, they're happy with the outcome, like I was with my game, I know the torture they were just going through, especially since at least my team was really actually going to go to overtime if they did nothing on their neck on that last possession, because we were tied. The Chiefs had to actually get into field goal range with 13 seconds left to make it into overtime. But for the rest of us who didn't have a rooting interest, just because I like Josh Allen, I like Patrick Mahomes, I've always felt bad for Bills because of the four straight Super Bowls and not winning one. I've always kind of weirdly liked the Chiefs for some reason. I'm not sure why. I just have. It's weird. Um, I guess because I always felt a special connection after the Niners basically jumped Joe Montana, and I really wanted Joe to go win a Super Bowl. 
and just shove it in San Francisco's face because I hated the Niners so much. So maybe that's what it is. I just still kind of like them after that. But for the rest of us, we just got an unbelievable showcase of brilliant football, and it was the best thing ever. Loved every second of it. It was cool as hell, dude. <sighs> that's how you play football. All right, so the conference championships are as follows. The Cincinnati Bengals head to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. And the San Francisco 49ers head to SoFi Stadium with a rematch with the Los Angeles Rams. In that AFC Championship game, it is the fourth straight game that Arrowhead has hosted. Well, uh, sorry, fourth straight AFC Championship game that Arrowhead has hosted as the Super Bowl just now seems to run through Kansas City. The Bengals will be looking for their first Super Bowl appearance since 1989, while the Chiefs will be looking for their third straight appearance in the Super Bowl. In the NFC Championship game, the 49ers are looking to get back to the Super Bowl since losing to the Chiefs two years ago, as well as push their winning streak against the Rams to seven straight. The Rams are looking, of course, to snap that streak and get back to the Super Bowl for the first time in three years when they lost the Patriots and Tom Brady in that in their last in his last Super Bowl win with New England. If the Rams win, this will make two straight seasons that the host team will be playing in the Super Bowl as the Buccaneers were in last year's Super Bowl held at their stadium. Cooper, give me your best take for the AFC Championship game then the NFC Championship game. What you got? Well, you know, I think that the the Chiefs are going to end up getting this, brother. I don't think Cincinnati can pull it out. What do you think? I I don't know though because Burrow is he's he's a different kind of character. He like you said he got sacked nine freaking times and still found a way to come out with wins. So and honestly, Tennessee's <sighs> defense is a little bit better than the Chiefs at this point. The Chiefs defense has gotten better, yes, but the Titans defense was a lot better all year. I just. I want I, my my head says it's Kansas City, it's an Arrowhead, it's Patrick Mahomes. You just saw what he did to Buffalo. He ain't gonna let this happen again. But then there's my heart going. But we just watched what Joe Burrow's done the last two weeks, and I'm like, you know, <laughs> that, that's gonna be a good game, dude. It's gonna be very interesting to watch. I cannot wait to see this game because it's gonna be a quarterback. Duel, dude. It's going to be nuts. So, I'm going to say the Chiefs. But I won't be surprised if I'm wrong. Yeah. Honestly, at this point. Yeah. (sighs) And I think for the Niners and the Rams, I'm going to take the Rams on this one, dude. Um, You know, they're due to win against the, the Niners. And... Think about it. If they win, they get to go to the Super Bowl and stay home. How much of an advantage would that be mm-hmm. for the for the Rams? Yeah. In my own mind, the only thing that freaks me out is that every time Cincinnati's gone to a Super Bowl, They've played San Francisco. They've been twice. And each time they had to play San Francisco. 
it's the AFC title games first. Just if Cincinnati somehow pulled that shit off, would it just be destiny for them to have to face the Niners a third time? Crazy, dude. <laughs> just it makes you wonder because it just seems like. But I just think with every fiber of my being that we got to snap the streak at some point. So why not Sunday? Yeah. It has to happen at some point. So let's just do it Sunday. I swear, I just need Vaughn Miller to just basically, or Aaron Donald, just basically eat Jimmy. Just eat Jimmy Garoppolo. Just eat him. I don't care. Just eat him. Fuck it. <laughs> eat him. For all I care. Right. I'm sick and tired of San Francisco. And they're bullshit. I'm thinking they're better than us when they're just haters. So, Chiefs, Rams. Somehow, we're going to do it. I don't know how. Yeah. But we're going to do it. All right. So, let's get to some rumors from the weekend. This was crazy, too. Just when you think football wasn't just enough, we have the rumor mill just flying everywhere from the weekend. Rumors were beginning to spread quickly around the league that the futures of Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and and uh, Saints head coach Sean Payton were in doubt. Brady is going to take some time to consider whether he wants to come back for another season. Bruce Arians, the head coach of the Bucks, is already committed to next season. That could help Brady in his decision. Though Brady says family and relationships are his key to determining whether or not he's coming back. Some people are trying to read between the lines about exactly what that means, so we'll find out from that. Aaron Rodgers says he plans to meet with Packers GM Brian Gutenkus about the future of the franchise and their plans moving forward on improving the team. Rodgers said he wants no part of a rebuild. The Packers are nearly $50 million over the cap next season, but they will be likely more, more than likely looking to retool rather than a full-fledged rebuild. They're just going to have to figure out how to get back under the salary cap. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Sean Payton did announce to um, Tuesday that he will actually step away as head coach of the New Orleans Saints. A big-time shocking move out of New Orleans. As Payton said, his heart is not into coaching in 2022 in his press conference, but could come back as a coach as early as next year or later, depending on what's going on. The Saints have his rights through 2024, and therefore, he would, if he would want to return and not to New Orleans, the Saints would require draft compensation or player compensation to relinquish his rights. This was a surprising move considering the Saints are a competent quarterback away from being back in Super Bowl contention, though they do have their own salary cap nightmare. Cooper, let's break it down. We'll start with Tom Brady, then go to Aaron Rodgers, then Sean Payton. Let's go. Yeah, man. Um... Tom Brady, I think he's just sulking. Yep. He's being Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Let, let, let's, you know, put a little publicity on it and make it look like I'm going to retire, but I'm not going to retire because, you know, my coach is still going to be there. And, you know, as long as Gronk's still there, I think he'll stay. Yeah, and Gronk actually admitted that he's determining his future, and he said he would be willing to even come back to Tampa, whether or not Brady's playing. Um, he's moody right now. He lost 
to the Rams in the divisional round of the playoff. He in this team was And he got a bloody lip for it. Oh not too. This team was in turmoil with between the injuries and Antonio Brown. They were in turmoil. You got lucky last year. You had some little bit of turmoil trying to get used to each other because you didn't really have an offseason anyways to really work together. And then you and then you had some injuries kind of early on. And then you got healthy late and you made the great run after the after the bye week. So it worked against you this time. It went the other way for you. So who's to say you don't find the happy medium and you end up possibly going back into making another deep playoff run? He's kind of just sulking. And I'm sorry, he ain't going out like that. Not like that. He ain't going out on that kind of loss. No. There ain't no way. Everybody was like, well, when he was leaving New England, when everybody thought he was mostly going to retire because he threw that pick that ended the game against the Titans in that wild card game, they're like, oh, he's probably just going to retire. Like, he ain't going out on a pick. You kidding me? There ain't no way he's going out picking picked the, off. The only way Tom Brady's going out is on a damn stretcher. Being told you can't play anymore. Possibly that or, you know. Um or, he's or going another out. Super Bowl win. Yeah. I mean, I think I think he would go out on a loss, but I don't think he would go out on that kind of loss. Yeah. That's not the loss he'll go out on. If if he did everything in his power to win the game. Say like what if he would have lost like Josh Allen lost against Patrick Mahomes? He was in a quarterback duel, and the other team just fucking did what they did to you like that. I could see he could probably I could say yeah that way would probably yeah. because he did everything he should his team should have won, and then fucking Mahomes just did Mahomes shit and it, it is what it is yeah. But to do it that way where he kind of had a not that great of game. He had to bring him back late like he did, and then to have the Rams turn around and march it down into field goal range, your OC, for some reason, calling an all-out blitz against one of the best quarterbacks against the pressure this year all season long. Like He had like one interception all year and like 13 touchdowns and one of the highest pass ratings. Stafford did. And you're blitzing him? Who the fuck blitzes on that situation? Well, they did, and they got burnt for it. Uh, so, um, I don't think that's how he wants to go out. Like I said, if he went out in a QB battle all game long between, like, him and, you know, like him and Rodgers, like, Rodgers is still in Green Bay for some reason, which I still don't believe it's going to be, and, like, they had a duel in the divisional round, wild card round, or even in the conference championship, and Rodgers just marches Green Bay down the field, or if, or if Russell, wherever he ends up, or if he's in Seattle, he does it with Russell. If he, you know, Russell just marches him down and like uh, between the Bill quarterback battle and does it that way. I can see him go like, okay, yeah, good job, I'm, and I'm done. I can't do this. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm I'm tired and yeah. whatever. Um, I gave it all my got all I got, and I wasn't good. I wasn't good. I don't think he wants it because someone else lost it for him. Yeah, I, don't, I think that just eat him. You lost me that game. I didn't lose that game. I brought us back. You lost that game. In a very bad way. Because you called a stupid call. Against one of the best quarterbacks against the Blitz. Dummy. <laughs> Hope you go get a head coaching job somewhere else so I can get a new defensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so let's talk Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, man. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. He, he's out of Green Bay, dude. Mm-hmm. 
No matter what happens, you and I both already talked about it. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope I don't see him. I hope I don't see him go to the Steelers, dude. I know the Steelers could use him because of, you know, his experience and whatnot. But at the same time, I just don't see the same Aaron Rodgers we've seen even a couple years ago where he was just full of life and ready to play and just, you know, but maybe going to a new team might do this for him. So I don't know. Yeah, might reinvigorate him. I mean, uh, the only reason why I can see why Green Bay wants to keep him and it's been hammered done, hammered by Colin Coward on the herd. If you haven't watched, he talks about it almost daily when he's talking Aaron Rodgers, is they messed up by getting Jordan Love because Love is not the quarterback of the future for the Green Bay Packers. That's the only reason why they won't let Rodgers go. Because if you thought for a second that Love was the quarterback, you would have already moved off of Aaron Rodgers, whether you traded him, cut him, or told him, get the F out. Just go. I don't want to deal with you no more. Like the Buccaneers did with Antonio Brown. Yeah. Sort of. Not really, but just saying. <laughs> they basically told him to get out. <laughs> yeah. And so he took it too literal and left. <laughs> but I'm just saying. They would have actually told Rodgers to get just get the hell out. And Aaron's tired of Green Bay. He's tired of the how they manage the roster. He's tired of how they mismanage the salary cap. Whether he's because he's taking too much, you can say it's because you're taking too much money, Rodgers. Fine, whatever. <clears throat> the Rams are paying for two quarterbacks. One's in Detroit. One's in Los Angeles now. And yet we're still not having salary cap problems. And we managed to squeeze in Odell Beckham Jr. under the cap. How are we doing that? We don't have special rules for us in Los Angeles compared to rules in Green Bay. It's a universal salary cap. We just somehow managed to manage the cap better so we can actually add someone, say, like Odell Beckham Jr. Von Miller. Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Darnold, Keith and Donald, you know. Just saying. He's tired of the solder cap bullshit. Yeah. You can't, he doesn't want to be the scapegoat of why your cap is so bad. And that's what it's going to be. Well, we can't get this guy because you're making this much money. Well, that's not my fault. You wanted to give me this money. You said okay. You didn't have to agree to give me this money. You decided it's okay for me to have this money. Yeah. I asked, you said sure. Or, you know, we, I asked for this much, you said no. We came down to this point, and we agreed. This is where we're meeting at. Okay. You know, I agreed, you agreed. You can't sit there and then turn around and go, well, it's your fault. No, it's your fault, because you also agreed to this. You said, yes, okay, that's a fine point. We'll, we'll, we'll do this point. Okay, girl. You know, so you can't just blame him for the money you're willing to pay him, and you can't figure out your cap. That's on you. That's not him. He doesn't run the cap. He doesn't go, okay. Well, I make this much, this much, this much. We need to spend this much, this much, you know, and all that, so on, so on. He doesn't do that. That's not his job. His job is to play quarterback for the Green Bay Packers and try to win a Super Bowl with whatever you throw out there. And sometimes you have thrown some crap out there, but finally you're starting to do something nice, but now you're almost $50 million over the cap. That's on you, not on Rodgers. So he's tired of it, and he doesn't want to be scapegoated as the reason why they're not making the Super Bowl anymore. Yeah. They're, they're going to start turning on him. 
And he doesn't like that. He doesn't want to be the villain in that aspect. He wants to be the villain to another team's fan base, not his own fan base. Oh, yeah. You know, I want to be the reason why you can't sleep at night because my team is going to kick your team's ass. <laughs> not because I don't want my own fans going, we can't do nothing because Aaron Rodgers makes this much money, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't want that. Yeah. I think he's going to end up in Denver, honestly. Um, well, I, I, I do think he would be reinvigorated even if he went to Pittsburgh. I just think he's going to end up in Denver. I just don't see how Denver would not jump at that opportunity. They've already done it before. We've seen them do it with Peyton Manning. If they can get Aaron Rodgers, they will do their best to get him. And I'm only saying that because you don't know what the situation with Deshaun Watson is. If they knew exactly what was going on with Deshaun Watson, I would still rather take Deshaun Watson only because of his age right now. That's the only reason. Yeah. Not saying he's better than Aaron I get longer with Deshaun Watson. That's the only reason why I'm saying I'd rather have Deshaun Watson at this point only because of age. Yeah. It's not talent. I will take Rodgers' talent. I would have taken it last year because we did ask. We asked Green Bay, would you be willing to talk about it? And they said no. We went, okay. <clears throat> Next quarterback on the list, Matthew Stafford wants to move. Oh, let's call Detroit. <laughs> you know, that's basically all. That's basically what happened. I would have been happy with Rodgers. And I'm sure Rodgers... Would have loved to come out to Los Angeles. He probably went, oh shit, L.A. Yes, I'm basically kind of a L.A. hipster kind of guy now anyway. So, yeah, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> we would have made it work out. But, you know, they said no. And we're like, and okay. he's from California. So yeah. Would have been like going home. Basically. I mean, just, you know, a couple hundred miles of difference. But still would have worked out. He would have been closer to his natural home location. So, yeah. I'm just saying, it's he just doesn't want to be the scapegoat, and he's feeling like he's he's feeling the pressure now that he's the scapegoat as the reason why the Packers can't win the championship is because he makes the he's a financial burden to them, and they're gonna play it that way. Yeah, because they don't want to. Yeah, they don't want to own up to their own bullshit that mm-hmm. they they can't handle the cap and and uh, you know they can't build a team around them because they've spent too much money on him and other players. Right. Absolutely. All right, and so finally we'll talk about Sean Payton. Holy crap, dude. This is so weird, dude. To think of an NFL without Sean Payton in it is it's just crazy. Right? I mean, this isn't like one of those things where I'm uh, a weird because Tom Brady's not in it and I'll just be happy as hell because he's not in it anymore. Sean Payton, I like Sean Payton. Yeah. I, I love how him and Breeze return. New Orleans' own faith in itself back because after Katrina, they felt demolished, destroyed. They felt scattered, everything. And to, and then they helped bring the whole community back together and rebuild and feel, you know, like New Orleans again. And, you know, ended up winning a Super Bowl. And all, and all of a sudden, he's just like, I'm done. I'm like, you're What? Wait a minute, wait a minute. We're talking about a guy who's on coaching a team that went eight or what, nine and seven and just barely missed the playoffs? Two. Yeah. And all you needed, you if you had a healthy Jameis Winston, you may have made the playoffs because, let's be honest, he was winning enough games with Jameis Winston where he probably would have snuck into the wild card round because they would have won a couple more games if they had Jameis Winston, rather than Taysom Hill, who was, yeah. what you say, Taysom Hill's not a quarterback. 
don't know what you all thought of that one. That was, of course, that one's one of Sean Payton's little weird ideas. That yeah. was a little too far out there. Um, it's Trevor Simeon's obviously never going to be a starting quarterback. Denver tried. I think someone else tried with him, and then the Saints tried. It ain't happening. And then Ian Book, poor Ian Book, just kind of was there and <laughs> just thrown into one of the starts because both Simeon and Hill and Taysom Hill were injured, so he had to freaking just start because they were out of options basically at that point. And uh, on a Monday night game too, and it was terrible for him. I'm like, poor Ian Book, poor guy. Just I'm like, I wanted to watch the game. I gave up on the game quick. I'm like, Ian Book's done. He can't do it. He's not ready for that. Um, but basically, so your baseline then is Jameis Winston. So then, which is basically under just under competent quarterback because his talent's there. He's just not competent. Competent quarterback. <laughs> And you're probably a Super Bowl contender again, at least a threat, anyways, in your own division. Especially yeah. since you don't. If it's a coin toss on whether or not Brady retires, you're back on top of the division. Because I'm sorry, Atlanta's got a lot of work to do to be, for them to be back, and we don't know if Matt Ryan's kind of looks shot at times. Yeah, he's starting to kind of go to the way of Big Ben the last few years. Starting to look like a shot fighter, like he can't get the ball downfield. Like he used to. So, I'm just saying. Basically, the division, again, would be yours. Because the Panthers are... I don't know what they are anymore. I thought they were going to be good. And they... Nope. <laughs> they went, nope. Atlanta, I thought, was going to at least be decent. And they went, nope. <laughs> you, I thought, were actually going to take a step back. You almost made the playoffs. So I'm like, okay. I knew you were going to take a step back. But I thought you were going to actually take a bigger step back than you did. And you actually didn't. You actually almost made the playoffs. So I'm like, okay. That was weird. Um, and then Tampa, of course, we all kind of knew it was going to win the division because it was Tampa and Tom Brady. So Yeah. Yeah, once Tom Brady leaves Tampa, oof. <laughs> oof. Yeah. <laughs> Tampa's going to need a help. I'm sorry. I love Kyle Trask, but I don't even know if he's going to be ready yet. Yeah. And I don't even know if Bruce Arian cares. Bruce Arian's like, well, we got Trask and we got... Um, Blaine Gabbert will be fine at quarterback until Tom Brady retires. I'm like, you ain't going to be fine at quarterback with between Gabbert and Trask. I doubt you've de- developed Trask like you should have been doing to begin with. And Blaine Gabbert, we all know, is not a capable starting quarterback. He's a good backup if you need him to be. But capable starting? Nope. Trask is, but he's... He's still got to develop, though. Well, we don't know if he's been... That's the point. That's what I'm saying. It's just like we don't know if you've developed him to be ready to take on such a big responsibility when it comes to the NFL. He can get there with the right coaching. New Orleans. We told you to do that. Oh, yeah. Well, no, Pikachu knows everything. Now he went off into the sunset. Though people believe, rumor is, he's going to take a year off. Cowboys are going to deal with Mike McCarthy for one more year. Fire McCarthy next year. And then do whatever it takes to get the rights for Sean Payton to bring him back to Dallas. Because he's from Dallas. He's coached in Dallas. He has a home in Dallas right now anyway. So, Jerry Jones loves Sean Payton. Oh, Lord. I'm like, Sean, I love you. Uh, but don't go to Dallas, bro. This could be a... Uh, um, yeah. So now there are nine coaching positions open. And not one has been filled yet because... 
<laughs> we we just got a nine, and none of them have been filled yet. There's are some favorites and some finalists, but we still don't have a, an answer for any of them yet. And this is going to get interesting because now it's like now if you're all these candidates who are now finalists for these other one of these other eight jobs or a couple of these other eight jobs, New Orleans just open up again. I might want to go to New Orleans. Screw you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Give me a quarterback. Yep. Give me a quarterback. Russell Wilson. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Give me a quarterback. We'll be good to go. Figure out my cap situation. Determine whether or not my prima donna wide receiver actually wants to play football anymore. That guy's been weird. Michael Thomas has been crazy. I don't know what's wrong with him. He, he might be Antonio Brown 2.0. Boy. He's a little out there. But anyways. No, Antonio, there's rumors that Antonio Brown might go to Baltimore. I seriously don't think John Harbaugh will be able to handle that. <laughs> I think John Harbaugh might strangle Antonio Brown. And that will look bad in two ways. And I'm not going into why. <laughs> if you know, you, you know. know. Trust me. You know, you know. Wouldn't have been bad if Tomlin strangled him. Let's just say that. But if Harbaugh does, it's going to look really bad. Okay, Randall, just spell it out for him. I do. Anyways. All right. So, whew, that was a fun, long episode. All right. Let's wrap that one up, huh? Oh, yeah. Ooh. But it's football, man. It's a lot to cover. It it's is. Great news. So, hopefully, by this time next week. We'll be talking about all the head coaching hirings and previewing the Super Bowl. Recapping the conference championship games and previewing the Super Bowl. All right, so that's going to be fun. So don't forget to tune in. We've got some AEW talk coming up for you um, soon. And, of course, the preview for the Royal Rumble. The Rumble, baby. Oh, so good. So we got a lot of coming up. And, then of course, get ready, folks, because it's time to start shifting in the gear. Start smelling the gas. Burning rubber, baby, because NASCAR is coming. Oh, yes. Tell me a little bit of shake and bake is coming oh, back. Yes, some shake and bake, baby, as we get ready for the clash at the L.A. Memorial Coliseum. Oh, I can't wait to watch this. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun, dude. Absolutely. So that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking sports. Hey, everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at Sports Talk dot Cooper dot Big Man. Or you can email us at Sports Talk with Cooper in Big Man. That's Sports Talk. W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, big man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.